All right, well, we're back with another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. And I'm Stuart Burson, the prevention coordinator for the agency. And with us today, um, one of the newer members of our agency, Angela Turner, who's our marketing and communications coordinator. Thanks, Angela. Thank you, Stuart. It's great to be here. Great to be on the podcast. Awesome. Um, so I wanted Angela to come on the podcast for two reasons. First of all, I just kind of wanted her to kind of introduce herself and kind of talk about what you do as marketing and communications uh, coordinator and um, how you found yourself here and things like that. But also, it, it may be hard for a lot of us to believe that uh, Christmas is just around the corner. Right. And uh, if you're familiar at all with the Family Crisis Center, um, uh, a lot of you may know that we have uh, programs in place to to help our clients and to work with our clients. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So Angela, first of all, let's just kind of talk a little bit about your position here at the agency. Uh, marketing and communications coordinator. What what does one do in that position? Hi, Stuart. Again, <laughs> great to be here. Um, marketing and communications coordinator really is just that. I handle the agency's marketing and communications efforts, including public relations, social media, uh, a w promotion of awareness events. Okay. We, we just wrapped up our Domestic Violence Awareness Month in October. Right. I was um, honored to be a part of that. You kind of so, got, uh, what do they call it, baptism by fire? You kind of yes. came in in the busiest time of the year. Yes. So I started in <laughs> September, and then Domestic Violence Awareness was October. So right. I jumped right in, which was just fantastic, and I've been learning a lot, and I'm just really excited to be part yeah. of the agency. Awesome. So, um, kind of like I said uh, a few minutes ago, it's that time of the year to kind of start talking about all things Christmas, believe it or not. And, you know, one of the big events that we have every year is the Adopt-A-Family program. Um, let's just kind of talk about that. Okay. Uh, yes, so the agency every year does an Adopt-A-Family program, and I'm excited to be in charge of that this year. Yay! Um, we are fortunate that we have wonderful advocates working here, and they help identify families that are in need of some assistance um, this year for Christmas. And we've uh, come put together a list of you know some families that um, could use some some help from the community this sure. year. Sure. Go ahead. And Go ahead. Um, so. We are just asking um, any individuals, businesses, organizations, church groups, anybody out there interested in adopting a family, um, they can contact me and they will be matched with the family and receive a wish list from the family. Okay, that's what I was kind of interested to know is if someone wants to adopt a family, What's the process of that? They just don't go into it blindly. We kind of give them an idea of what this family may need, or especially the, and what the children may want for Christmas or want from Santa, right? Yes, we, we try to make it as easy as possible for uh, members of our community to shop for um, survivors of domestic yeah. violence and sexual assault and their families. So the wish list will contain information on each family member including their gender, their age, clothing and shoe size, as well as three uh, items on a mm -hmm. wish list. And 
Um, those can include really, well, with the children, really anything, what their preferences for a toy mm-hmm. um, or an article of clothing or, or some special item that yeah. they are wanting. Well, I um, I adopted a family last year. And from what I remember, you know, I got my list and it gave like the sizes of uh the parent and the child, what the child likes, like if they like books or they like, I don't know, Hot Wheels or whatever, you know. And now I kind of asked for, let me shop for a boy. I could probably shop for a little boy a whole lot easier than I could shop for a little girl. I did find some trouble uh, in the women's department at Target trying to find something <laughs> uh, for for the mother. But yeah, it is. It. That's good. But it's fun. It's it's fun, especially if you don't have a big family to shop for and you kind of want to get into that Christmas spirit and, and shop for someone, especially they need. Because I think a lot of people, they need to know that a lot of people either in the safe house or just even, they don't necessarily have to be in the safe house, but just a client of ours. Um, because of the situation they're in, they may not have a lot, you know, and especially someone here in the safe house, they may come here with just the clothes on their back and that's it. And they really don't have anybody else to turn to. And it kind of stinks, especially if you're a kid at Christmas time and, you know, you're in this situation and you're somewhere where you're not familiar or, or in a situation that is, um, uncomfortable, you know, you want that fam, not just the child, but the family to have a nice holiday nice Christmas yes absolutely I mean you, you we all know that feeling of opening sure. a, a present on Christmas morning and yeah. you feel special and loved and you feel like someone cares and I think for the families that we serve you know as you mentioned they don't necessarily have a lot these right. are families that are rebuilding their lives or families that are just leaving a situation with sometimes just the clothes on their back exactly and to have something that makes them feel special and included and loved at Christmas is incredibly important for their emotional well-being, their motivation yeah. to improve their lives, and just for comfort. And we'll talk here in a minute about um, the deadline that we'd like to have uh, these things into the agency. And it's a little early because one thing I think that is neat is that someone adopts a family, they buy the stuff, we ask them not to wrap it or anything, they bring it here. And then if it's possible, the parent wraps the the child's stuff at least so they can have a part in getting their child something for Christmas. Yes, right? absolutely. So um, when, if, when an individual business or group is matched with the family, mm-hmm. they'll in addition to receiving the family's wish list, they'll receive a flyer with all of the instructions and details. Mm-hmm. And one of those details is to include uh, wrapping supplies and oh, okay. and, and keep the, the gifts unwrapped, okay. as you said. And that uh, serves an important purpose because we have the families, the parents, actually wrap the gifts so they can feel included in this process. Yeah. And it just makes them feel good about doing something. Sure. Something good for their kids. So we, we ask for wrapping supplies and that the gifts come to us unwrapped. So when's the ideal time? Is there a set deadline if someone wants to adopt a family? When would you like to for them to have... Uh, the gifts and the wrapping supplies and everything delivered here? We are asking that unwrapped gifts and wrapping supplies be brought to the Lufkin Administrative Office by December 7th okay. by 5 p.m. Okay. Yes. 
Because again, that gives everybody enough time because we got to kind of sort through everything. Okay, this is for this family, this is for that family. And then have the parent enough time to wrap the presents and for their for their children and yes, things like exactly. that. Yes, exactly. That that's why we're ahead of the curve with this. <laughs> so because of the logistics on the back end, sure. um, getting all of the gifts here, organizing them, and, yeah. and getting them to to the family that asked for them, and that yeah. kind of thing takes a little bit of time. But we understand that people are busy, and December seventh. Is our deadline, but if if anyone wants to adopt a family or hasn't finished shopping just yet, they can contact me, and we can certainly make arrangements. Okay. We and that's really gonna do be, appreciate it. And th- and that's my next question. They need to contact you. How do they get a hold of you? So they can contact me by calling me here at the agency. The phone number is nine three six six three nine one six eight one. Uh, they can email me. My email is aturner at fccet.com. And also go on Facebook, Family okay. Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm responsible for the social media, so I'm on So there. you're bound to see it. I'm bound to see it. You can, <laughs> you, can, you can go to our Facebook page. We do have all the information on our Adopt okay. a Family program there. And I don't know if, it, it, and I don't mean to throw you a curve here if you don't know this, that's fine. But do you know about how many families are we looking to supply gifts for? We have 58 families that were provided to us uh, okay. to be adopted. And we have, uh, my guesstimate is about 20 more families to go. Okay. So we really, really do need um, anybody in the community that, that feels called or, yeah. you know, feels it in their heart that they would like to support survivors of domestic violence uh, this Christmas to contact me and, mm-hmm. and adopt a family, and we'll get you set up. Excellent. And it is a good feeling. If you want that uh, that giving feeling and you just don't want to give cash to, to to someone or whatever, if you actually – I guess that's what I liked. I actually liked the process of actually going to the store and having a list and shopping. And it's just kind of fun even for, you know – a grown man does okay now when i was 10 years old what did i what would i want if i were 10 what would i like to have you know and and shopping yes. for children especially i guess for me is just really a neat thing to do well i think it's a great opportunity for uh, parents and grandparents to teach their their own children about giving very good um, yeah it, Adopt a family and, and take your kids shopping and, and show them the list that, that you know, we're, we're going to shop for children that are less fortunate than us. That's a, And it's yeah, a wonderful, teachable moment and a great, a great lesson um, to teach your kids this time of year. You know, I, I, I don't know why I've never thought of that. But that is good if you have kids to kind of show them the, the meaning of Christmas, you know, is giving to others. Okay, we're going to shop for a family who may not be as fortunate as us and, and doing something like that. That's great. And children love to do it. They, yeah. they really do. They're, they're already in the spirit. Yeah. And to to shop for another child, they it's just magical. Sure. That's awesome. So not only are we doing our Adopt-A-Family program, uh, but we're also uh, doing a food drive. Right. Yes, we are. Uh, so I kind of want to talk a little bit about that as well. Sure. Uh, so we are doing a food drive um, through December seventh, which okay. is the end of Adopt a Family. So it's it's going on in conjunction with Adopt a Family. Um, as you know, here 
uh, food is an ongoing need um, during the holidays and, and all year long. Sure. Um, this is really the time of year when, when people think about giving. Canned food drives are popular this time of year, and so we are asking the community to donate any um, unexpired, uh, non-perishable food items and or canned goods. Okay, so it doesn't necessarily have to be just canned. It can be boxed, like the processed food. That, sure. Boxed mashed potatoes. I hate to say potatoes. processed food. Processed food sounds so negative for some reason to me, but but like, but like stuff that is non-perishable that yes, you can store on the shelf. I uh, like to say uh, pantry staples. There you go. If, yeah. it, if it'll keep go. in your pantry. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we would like to have it. Um, it just maximizes our ability to provide meals for and what do we do and 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 so for the food drive the food we get is that food to feed our clients here in the safe house or is that food to make food boxes for our clients in and out of the it is it is for both okay um again our advocates do a wonderful job of identifying those families that need food assistance right and they are provided with the food that they need and, of course, the families here yeah. in the safe house. Right. Okay. Yes. And, again, if you want to contribute to that, same deadline, December the 7th. Same deadline. Right? And we say if you want to adopt a family, um, when you bring the gifts by on December 7th, bring in a few few cans of food, too. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. Contribute to the food drive. Uh, so, a long way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, b- before we wrap things up, I kind of want to um, go back to you again. <laughs> A little bit. The, the most fun part of the, oh, of the podcast, right? Sure. So how long have you been here now at the agency? I have been at the agency since September. Okay. So I am relatively new. So what did you? What were you doing before you came here? Uh, I'm originally from Houston, and my background is in the nonprofit world. I worked at Texas Children's Hospital. I started there in 2005. And worked in the development office there doing communications Okay. there. So it's similar to what I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, I've spent my career working in the nonprofit world and really enjoy it. And this is um, obviously a, a smaller organization, but that's been a wonderful blessing because I get to be a part of so much sure. and so much more. And so it's it's wonderful to be here. So a person from how does one find themselves who's from Houston in deep East Texas? <laughs> well, um, this city girl was just ready for a change. Okay. And you know, with with COVID and everything, we just made a, a lifestyle decision to simplify things and to just have a different way of life. Uh, I have a, a farm up here I, well, in East I, Texas. Okay, <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out, okay, now how are we going to segue into yes. your uh, to your livestock collection yeah, that you have here? My livestock collection. So my, <laughs> my husband and I, uh, we have a farm now, and uh, it's just a wonderful way to live. We breed and raise Kiko goats as well as Cooney Cooney pigs. So we... We really do have a farm up here, and it's just been fantastic. Very, yeah. very different for this uh, city girl. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so a question that I ask a lot of our staff who've, who've come on the show, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. What got you interested in this line of work? I mean, did 
little Angela from Houston ever, when you were little, did you think about service or is this something you discovered as you got a little older that this is something you really wanted to do? I got interested in volunteering and serving in, in college. Okay. I joined a group called Volunteer Houston and they help um, prospective volunteers get matched with a nonprofit. Okay. And so I was able to get matched with the nonprofit and I became a math tutor to a visually impaired student. And I am, math is, I'm definitely an English <laughs> writing communications. That's my thing. I hear you. I would probably say that math <laughs> was my weakest uh, subject. I understand that. But it was a wonderful experience to be able to serve others and so I really started in, in college, giving back, and then when the position at um, Texas Children's became available after I graduated, I, I jumped on that, and boy, what a rewarding place to work, um, to work on behalf of, of sick children and to help families yeah. uh, using you know, my gifts my, and you know, my professional sure. talents. Where'd you go to school? Where'd you go to college? I went to the University of Houston Honors College. Okay. And go Cougs. And then I graduated from Chapman University in Orange, California. Oh, okay. So, wow. Yes. Okay. And what's your degree in? My degree is in political science. I did study at marketing and communications PR okay. at the University of Houston Honors College for three and a half years. And then Excellent. Uh, graduated. Okay. Well, before we wrap things up, is there anything that um, we haven't touched on with this that you want to make sure um, everybody knows about? Are we good? Um, just want to say um, thank you to everyone that has adopted a family and given to our food drive. We have an amazing community up here in East Texas, and thank you so much for doing that. And if you are interested in adopting a family or contributing to the food drive, I am easy to find. Please find me. Um, a turner at fccet.com shoot me an email and i will send you a family to adopt and um, help us great. reach our goal awesome thank you angela this wasn't so hard was no, it no no this is great <laughs> this is great thanks Stuart. of course that's me preparing you that uh, i'm sure you'll be called back from time and time again i would to, love to come, to come on this the podcast and talk this about stuff all right thanks angela turner she's uh uh, not so brand new anymore, but still new marketing and communications coordinator for our agency. And again, I want to uh, give a, a, a thanks to her. Uh, if you have any questions or comments uh, about what you've heard today, uh, you can give us an email at conversationsandconnections at fccet.com. Also, if you feel like you need our services, we do have a toll-free 24-hour-a-day hotline. That number is one 800 828-7233 again 1-800-828-7233 and I encourage you if you like what you hear subscribe to Conversations and Connections uh, you can subscribe via Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and pretty much any podcast service of your choice and remember as always be the voice if not for you for someone else